Every year, for the past several years, I have committed to work on one area of my life for the whole year. My aim is to make noticeable progress over the course of the year. At the end of this podcast, I will share with you what my aim, what my goal, what my strategy was for 2019, and what I'll be working toward in 2020. I'm also going to share the simple plan for change that I use. It's the one that's worked for me. Hi, I'm Susan Sargent. Welcome to the Body Soul Today podcast, where I share practical, relevant, biblical answers to the problems you face in your life. You are not alone. We walk this journey together. Today, we'll be talking about living with purpose in 2020. Have you ever made a New Year's resolution? Has your resolve ever fallen short? I know mine has. Maybe you've tried using a book or a seminar. Maybe you've purchased one of those goal-setting daily planners or signed up for a course on how to make personal change in your life. Or maybe you simply wrote your goal down and stuck it to the refrigerator with one of those magnets that we all have. All of these are tools to help you achieve your goal. And some of them are excellent tools. But at the end of the day, no book, no seminar, no planner, no course can give you the resolve that you need to follow through. Resolve comes from the inside of you. It comes from that inner part of you, that that non-tangible essence that's you. That's what provides the necessary juice, if you will, to achieve those goals that you've set for yourself, those things that we sometimes call resolutions. And the stage of life that you're in has a huge impact on what your goals are and what kind of changes you might need to make in your your life. That stage of life uh, directs you to where change makes sense. Like Maybe you just want to get places on time. Or maybe you want to get a handle on all that laundry or uh, meal planning. Maybe you have a desire to overcome impatience or frustration or the anger that you recognize comes out of you towards your children or towards your husband or towards other people. Maybe you want to lose weight or maybe you want to exercise more. Maybe you just want to take more walks, get outside a little bit. Maybe you need to change your view of your husband, your attitude towards him, or maybe your view or your attitude towards your marriage. Maybe you want to be more regular about your spiritual disciplines. That's something that you've uh, wanted to work towards, but you just haven't had any success at. Well, these and all of those goals that we have, they live on the outside to be more organized, to start a business, lose weight, take a trip, finish a degree, learn a new hobby, whatever it is, those are goals, those are actions and behaviors that you would view on the outside. They live on the outside of you. But change actually happens on the inside. So to achieve a goal, you must make sure the inside of you is primed and ready to go, ready to go. Once your inner you is equipped, then you're actually prepared to accomplish 
those goals, those aspirations. So what does that even mean to prepare the inner you? How, how do I equip my inner self? When I think about my inner self, I, I can be a little overwhelmed. I think, oh my goodness, there's so many areas that I'm weak at, so many things I need to change, so many things I'd like to be better at inside of me. Well, the way that you change inside is ah, this is the same way you eat an elephant, little by little. Now, for the Christ follower, interchange means becoming more and more like Christ. Because being like him is our ultimate goal. We we want to be Christ-like in how we think about things, how we believe about situations and people. We want to be Christ-like in, in how we speak and how we act. So there's several areas that uh, I want to develop in myself and that you perhaps want to develop in yourself. So I'm just going to touch on four. There are many, many more. This is not a comprehensive list, but one area, these are some areas that I've worked on uh, myself. So character qualities. I've uh, some years I've chosen to work on and develop a character quality in myself. Here's an example of what character qualities might be. So contentment. Uh, If you struggle with discontent, Uh, getting more, having more, wanting more, then maybe contentment is uh, a character quality that you would want to develop in yourself. A giving or or generosity. Maybe you recognize that you're not really a very giving person or very generous, and and that's a character quality that that you would like to possess. Uh, Selflessness or caring for others. Maybe you're not strong in the area of compassion or um, mercy. And so those are character qualities, uh, spiritual qualities, internal qualities that you can actually develop in yourself. So there's many, many other character qualities. Those are just three by way of example. Another area might be personal development. Uh, organization, timeliness, which I mentioned earlier, responsibility. Those are some areas that that a person could just uh, develop in themselves um, on their own because they want to. Maybe you just want to be more organized than you are now or uh, timeliness. Maybe you want to get things done in the time frame that you've set or get to places on time or Uh, complete projects. Maybe you are somebody who starts things but don't finish them. And so timeliness for you would look like getting those things done in in a reasonable period of time, whatever that is. Responsibility. Uh, Everybody has things that they're personally responsible for. Uh, some of those things are uh, day-to-day things, and some of those sometimes those are are bigger things, especially if you uh, have responsibilities in a uh, a job outside the home, or a job inside the home, or maybe uh, at the church, or another nonprofit, or maybe there are things that you've committed to in your neighborhood. Uh, maybe they're just those day-to-day things that you do in your home, like cooking and laundry and child care, or maybe you're a homeschooler and you've got some responsibility 
there. Maybe you're a student of some type, and so you've got educational responsibilities, and maybe you're not very good at living up to those. But whatever it is, we all have responsibilities. So that could be an area of personal development for you. A third area are spiritual disciplines. I know many, many women who who wish they were better, more consistent at spiritual disciplines. Uh, prayer is a spiritual discipline. It's something that you learn and practice by discipline. Uh, reading your Bible is another one. Daily Bible reading or, or perhaps even a Bible study is something that is developed through, um, through the inner you, through, through discipline. It's, it's something that you can learn and practice and something that many, many people wish they were better at. So those are two examples of spiritual disciplines that I have uh, embarked upon improving in my own life and had some success at that. A fourth area is simply overcoming sin. Maybe you recognize through your words or your actions that there is is some sin in your life and you want to overcome that sin. Maybe uh, maybe you want to be more truthful. Maybe you say things because people want to hear it, or maybe you are given to a gossip, or maybe you just flat out say things that aren't true because it makes your life a little bit easier. So uh, truthfulness might be an area. Uh, let your yes be yes and let your no be no. Maybe you say yes to things that you don't really want to do, and then you're resentful when you participate in them or, or when you have to do them. So maybe you want to make um, changes in that area because that's a that's a sin area to, to harbor uh, resentment or harbor bitterness. Maybe you recognize that you are unforgiving. Maybe you're unforgiving in general. Uh, maybe you are unforgiving in certain situations or maybe there's just a single person that you need to forgive. And because you withhold that forgiveness, it prevents that relationship and probably other relationships from uh, moving forward and growing and, and being God honoring. So there's any number of sin areas that a person could recognize and, and desire to overcome. And if you put some intention into that, then that change on the inside can help you to overcome that sin and how it manifests itself then on the outside. So what I want to do is give you a plan. It's it's a simple plan, although I am going to talk about it for a few minutes, but in its in actuality, it's a simple plan that you could implement right there at your kitchen table or your desk or your favorite armchair, wherever you wanted it, and help you determine an area that you might want to change and improve or overcome in some way so that when you look back on 2020, you can actually realize that change. And those inner changes, like I said, can enable you and help you to, to achieve some of those goals and aspirations and things that you want to do on the outside. It's 
always something on the inside that's holding you back from achieving whatever those goals are. So let me give you my plan for change. I've got uh, six or seven things down here and, and we'll go through them. So number one on your personal plan for change in 2020 is to pray, ponder, and journal to determine what your focus for the year will be. Number one is to pray, ponder, and journal to determine what your focus will be for 2020. So this is worthy of some of some thought. This is not just, yep, I want to change this and so I'm going to do it. So much better to spend some time, set aside um, 30 minutes or an hour or a morning or an afternoon or a day or maybe even several smaller periods of time over the course of, of a week or so and to pray about this. What area would be the most beneficial for you to focus on this coming year? Ponder about that. What would that look like in your life? Journal. Uh, just do a brain dump of any number of things uh, that could be worthy of improvement in your life. Get them down on paper. And then number two is identify one area, just one area. Now, I know in my life, there's always many, many things that I would like to change in uh any number of, of areas. There's always a character quality I could be developing. There's always some personal development I could be doing. There are always spiritual disciplines I could be improving on. And there's always sin of some sort for me to be overcoming. Now, I'm not saying you don't work on any of those uh, during the year. That would be silly. But what I am saying is to pick one thing and really make that one Thing of focus. So after you've prayed and pondered and journaled, then number two is identify one specific area. And then number three is choose a verse or a passage from the Bible to support your choice. I'll give you an example at the end of this podcast of um, my choices for 2019 and my, my choices, my topics and my verses for 2020. So hang on if you want to hear that. So number three is to choose a verse or a passage to support this area that you have chosen. Now, number four is you're going to write some things out. You're going to write some things out. So I want you to write out uh, how are you thinking and believing right now about what this is that needs to change? How are you thinking and believing about it? Just go ahead and jot things down. Maybe it's uh, facts that you've recognized, things that you do that are recognizable. Maybe it's beliefs that you hold. Uh, I'm not enough. I'm fearful. Um, maybe it's uh, other kinds of beliefs, like I'm not educated enough, or I'm just not good at this, or this is just my personal personality. All of those are, are things that aren't, aren't true just because you say them. And they're all things that you can change. Maybe it's feelings that you have about it. I feel overwhelmed. I feel marginalized. I feel stuck in my current stage or, or season of life. So, 
So the first thing to write down is how are you thinking and believing right now about this area that you want to change? You might be able to go back to some of the notes you took in number one if you did some journaling. And then the next thing to write out is what is it that you're going to think and believe in 2020? What are you going to choose to think? think and believe about this area in 2020. So let me give you a couple of examples here. In 2019, I thought and believed that I did not have enough time. 2019 was characterized by I don't have enough time. So what I'm going to think and believe in 2020 is God gave me enough time to accomplish what I need to accomplish. In 2020, I'm going to think and I'm going to believe the truth that God gave me enough time to accomplish what I need to accomplish. Here's another example. In 2019, I was overwhelmed by the thought that I need to be more organized. Well, in 2020, I'm going to think and believe this. In 2020, I will simplify paperwork. In 2020, I will simplify paperwork. Now, if I need to be more organized, chances are there's a number of areas I need to be more organized in, but I'm going to pick one. So in 2020, I'm going to think and believe that I will simplify my paperwork. Here's the last example. In 2019, all I could think about was how much I hate this house and I don't want to live here. Wow, that would be pretty harsh. So in 2020, what I'm going to think and believe is the truth that I am blessed to have this home. In 2020, I'm going to think and believe that I am blessed to have this home. Now, the other thing you want to write out is how any ideas you have on how you might accomplish this, like, um, how, how, how might you change your, how you spend your time to get your responsibilities done if you, you didn't have enough time or, you know, some ideas on how you might simplify your, your paperwork right out of the box. Like, I don't know, sort your mail as soon as you pick it up from the mailbox. And if you hate your house and, and you're choosing to think and believe that you're blessed to have a home in 2020, then, you know, how will you do this? Maybe you'll uh, paint that room that you actually hate the color on. Or maybe you'll get new pillows for your couch so that you'll like that living room better. I don't know what it is, but jot down some ideas on on some ideas right out of the box on what it might look like as you're thinking differently in 2020. And then remember the, the KISS principle to keep it simple, silly. Keep it simple, silly. The truth is, in order for you to, to, to truly accomplish a personal improvement plan, it's got to be simple. It's got to be reachable, something that you can can actually attain. It's got to be manageable, something that you can do in your current uh, situation in life. And it, it's got it just has got to be those things. It's got to be something that's totally realistic. It does not have to be big or hard or complicated or difficult. 
So if I use those same examples I did before, um, let me give you some ideas on what that might. So let's say time was the thing that you were working on. Maybe one of the things you'll do is I'm going to remind myself to do the important thing first, not the urgent thing. I'm going to remind myself over and over again to do the important thing first over the urgent thing. I'm going to ask myself, you know, what am I actually um, responsible for doing here in this three minutes that I have? What are the non-negotiables? What are the things I have to do? And what are the things I don't actually have to do? And what can I let go of? And, and what can I delegate out? I'm going to think differently about how I manage my time or use the time that I have uh, in 2020. I'm going to think about it differently than I did in 2019. Organization, the person that needed to be more organized, 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 can't say that word today. Maybe what she'll think is that self-control is part of my spiritual fruit. I can go right to Galatians uh, 5, 22, and 23, and I can see that self-control is part of the spiritual fruit that I am growing as a believer. And so one of the changes I'm going to make is that if I can do it in less than two minutes, I'm going to do it right then, and I'm not going to put it off. I'm going to use the two-minute rule all the time, every time I can. For the, for the gal that hates her house, what is she going to do? What can she actually do? So we know how she's going to think different, but what's she going to do different? Well, she's going to, she's going to say, I'm going to give thanks for this house every morning as God's gracious provision for me. Before I get out of the bed or, or right when I sit down with that first cup of coffee, I'm going to say, thank you, God, for this house. I know that this house is your gracious provision for me. So those are some ideas on what that might look like. And then I'm going to identify when am I going to do this. So sometimes it's going to be something maybe you'll do once a day or twice a day. Maybe it's something you'll do as you go throughout your day. Maybe it's a, something you'll plan once a week and then implement through the week. I don't know, but give yourself some ideas on how this will fit in to your life. You can identify some of those specific times when you know that this practice can happen. Uh, maybe it's something you'll do at breakfast, or maybe it's something you'll do in the shower, or on your drive to work, or immediately after lunch. Or I don't know what it will look like, but it can be very helpful to have a time of day attached to this personal improvement goal, what, whatever it is, whatever it looks like. So that's number four. Number four was write it out. And so those were several things for you to write out with regard to your goal. Now here's a very specific. Number five is this. Write your goal and your verse on a three by five card and then put it around your house. So some people will only use one three by five card. I'm a fan of using a few more than one. But where, were you, where are you going to put this three by five card? somewhere you'll see it on a regular basis. So maybe it'll go in your bathroom mirror. Maybe it'll be on your nightstand. Maybe you'll keep it in your car. Maybe you'll make it the wallpaper on your phone. Uh, maybe you'll put it in your Bible. Maybe you'll put it on your desk. I don't know where you'll put it, but write out your goal and your verse on a three by five card. Use two if you need it, front and back if you need it, whatever works for you. 
and maybe write it on multiple cards and then spread it around, especially as you're getting started, so that that goal and that supporting verse is right there for you to see. I'm telling you, this is a deal breaker. Do this. It will change. Uh, how quickly and the progress that you'll be able to make towards some of that inner change, some of that personal change. And then number six is make yourself accountable. Make yourself accountable. Share what you're doing with another woman or a group of women or a a mentor that you have or be creative. Start a Facebook group, especially for you younger folks. Be creative on this, but find some way to share this, uh, the change that you're seeking to make, some of the things that you're planning to do to help you make that change, and then share it with somebody else and ask them to ask you about it from time to time. And then you just check in with them from time to time too on your successes and on your failures. And then number seven, set some checkpoints throughout the year to see how you're doing. Uh, put them in your calendar, in your planner, on your phone. They could be Uh, monthly or quarterly or halfway through the year and then reboot if needed but don't quit reboot if you need to as many times as you need to but don't quit you know life happens this is just simply a personal improvement plan it doesn't make you a better or a worse person just makes you a person with a plan. So make your aim to do better today than than you did yesterday, no matter how today is or no matter how yesterday was. Make it your goal to be more like Christ today than you were yesterday in some small small way. If today wasn't so good, simply do better tomorrow. The goal here is direction, not perfection. Always be moving in the direction of Christ-likeness. When you stumble, just keep going toward him. So the first thing of all is to determine what you need or want to change on the inside in order to affect change on the outside. You know, you can do this. All right, I'm going to give you just a few resources. Um... I use something called the Christian Planner. You can find it at www.christianplanner.com. There's also a very uh, strong goal-oriented planner called the Full Focus Planner by Michael Hyatt. And a lot of uh, type A people use that one. And you can find it at the fullfocusplanner.com. Some of the devotionals that uh, I use and have used are New Morning Mercies by Paul Tripp. I use My Utmost uh, for His Highest, an old one, but very popular. I also use one on prayer by E.M. Bounds. And do you know, I cannot think of the name of it right now, but it's a devotional on prayer. And then for Bible reading, my personal focus this year is on the Psalms. I'm reading through all of the Psalms every month in 2020. And to do that, I've purchased uh, a hardcover version of a, a little book that is just the Psalms only. And it's put out by uh, Crossway. It's a hardcover uh, book. The style I used is called Summer Garden. And so, but you could totally do that in your regular Bible. I just, because I'm focusing on it for a year, I just went ahead and bought myself a little book that's only the Psalms uh, to help me focus on just that. Uh, 
In the past, I've done several read-through-the-Bibles. There's one put out by blogger Tim Chalice, C-H-A-L-L-I-E-S. You can find him online. He's got his read-through-the-Bible plan in a year uh, published out there. I've read through the Chronological Bible and other different plans, but I think both of those are good. Last year, I read Proverbs, one chapter a day each day of the month, and so you get through to read through the Proverbs about 12 times uh, in the, the course of the year, and so it was a fabulous way to familiarize me even more with the wisdom of the book on Proverbs. So in Jan, uh, January 1st, I read chapter 1. On the second of the month, I read chapter 2. On the third day of the month, I read chapter 3. And you know what? If, if you miss today, you can make it up. Uh, totally do that if you have time. If not, and you miss a couple of days because the kids are down with the flu and now it's uh, the seventh of the month, just start with chapter seven and keep on going. So I promised you that I would share my um, personal improvement area for 2019 and for 2020. So here we go. So in 2019, my personal area of improvement was this. I saw um, I was trusting God more by relying on myself less. I was trusting God more by relying on myself less. I have a huge bent towards self-reliance, which pulls me away from Jesus, not towards him. So my goal for 2019 was to seek to trust a God more, very specifically by relying on myself less. And so for this, I had Proverbs chapter 3, uh, verse 5, which says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding." Verse 6, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. So that was my uh, personal improvement area and that was my verse. So for 2020, my personal improvement statement is stay intentional by saying no. I have a problem with being busy, being uh, too busy, I think at times. Uh, actually, a lot of the time. So for 2020, I'm staying intentional in how I spend my time, who I spend it with, and what I choose to spend it on. And I'm doing that by saying no. So this is hard for me. So I'll be working on it all year. And my verse for that is 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, which says this, For God gave us a spirit of, not a spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control. 2 Timothy 1, 7, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So I'm going to be practicing that self-control by saying no, so that I can be very intentional about the things that I do choose to do. Now, your desires for change are likely very different from mine. That's totally okay. The important thing is that you are moving in the right direction for you towards Jesus.
Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Body Soul Today podcast. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Body Soul Today. I truly hope I will meet you here next Thursday for practical counsel from the Word of God to help you navigate life's ups and downs. Remember, lift your eyes heavenward to walk those waves. Thanks for listening in. This is Susan saying bye for now.